Mansers. Mansers. It's Mansers episode five. We're back, bitch. And whiter than ever. Caucasian. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph. Joseph is a hilarious name to belt out. Damn it, Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. Joseph. Joseph, get off the table. And you go that's get your sisters be, and play with the other room. That's got to be a shout out for when shit get too white. You just, Joseph, <laughs> just scream it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that at work. Somebody got to get on my nerves. I'm acting like a fucking Joseph right now. <laughs> Joseph, you get your sisters and you go play outside. That's starting to sound really personal now. Anyways. <laughs> Hello and hi to all you growers, showers, and blowers. Welcome to Mansers, a podcast brought to you by two toxic machismos and one person we promise who actually gives a shit. We are the toxic podcast for a better tomorrow. And who are we individually? Well, let me introduce you. She's a best-selling author. And she'll suck her teeth at you, and you better fucking like it, you racist. Her name is Miss CTG. I thought you were going dark so fast. I'm like, she's got it. Oh, my God. She can't let her folks listen to this podcast either. It's done already. I appreciate you so much, B-Time. Thank you. Okay. That that was your intro, Miss CTG. (laughs) She'll suck her teeth. He sleeps with women who give him money, but that's just because he learned it from the best. That is is. Hey, Fuck shout out show. to my dad. I mean. <laughs> and me, well, last episode I found out that 90 days of fucking is way too much for my blood. But after some deep self-reflection, I feel like three is where I'm at now. Three days. Three days. <laughs> my name is B-Tide. We are Mansers. Because when it comes to your problems in love and life, there is a perfect mansplanation for that. Oh my god, y'all! I'm gonna apologize in advance because I'm on some bullshit today. Ooh, ooh! Let that magic happen. That intro was mm. chef. Thank kiss. you, thank you. Kid you not, though. I definitely thought you were gonna say dick. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> It's really funny how dirty we're willing to go on this show, but there's certain lines I won't cross. Oh, absolutely. I'll never volunteer Miss CTG's sexual prowess. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that's how we got it. Well, we learned last week, you know, like I was challenged on my sucking teeth comment, and we grew through that. But we did teach Miss CTG that clicking those nails is toxic as fuck. You. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just had a flashback right now. Just looked right into this shit. It was like a fucking tunnel, just <laughs> right into my soul. I just I heard bitch hear that. Oh. as soon as you click them, you dirty dick nigga. That's what I heard. <laughs> I got a quick question for you guys. You ready? No. Yes. This one's kind of this one's kind of personal, but what is the most toxic thing you've ever done? And why? Oh yeah, it is right away. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you because, start by saying eat? Nah. Not eat. <laughs> okay. So okay. I preface this by always saying that I'm a reformed dickhead. Reformed meaning that I've changed, guys. I'm no longer this dickhead that I used to be. 
I'm a different type of dickhead now. <laughs> uh, but once uh, I was cheating on, on a girlfriend Perfect. and the girl that I was cheating with called her, right? And was like, hey, I've been sleeping with your man, right? That's girl B. So my girlfriend calls me and she goes, yo, this chick says she's been fucking you. Is that true? And I was like, <gasps> my heart stopped, right? Immediately. Shit was crazy. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm caught. So I just denied it. I was like, no, hell no. Have you seen her? Ugh. I would never. Yuck. She's, <laughs> she's ugly. I would never. Ugh. All right? Mind you, I'm at work. So I tapped my boy. I was like, yo, I got to step up the floor, my nigga. Hold it down. And then uh, I was like, yo, how do I get out of this? I said, baby, call her right now. Right? Oh, my God. I said, call her right now. Thinking that, you know, once I said, hey, call her right now, she'd be like, obviously, if you want me to call her, you're telling the truth. Oh, is that what she thought? Okay. That's what I thought. You thought. Okay. I thought wrong. Yeah. yeah. She said, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so now the phone's ringing. And we have you ever met a woman who would back down from that challenge? Did you be I like, just, oh, benefit of the doubt. Here you at go. That, <laughs> at that point in my life, <laughs> I, I just imagined that it wasn't worth the argument. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was like, "This is." I said, "This shit is slick." Watch this. Mm-hmm. I was, I was looking, I was looking at my pops. Like, yeah, we got this. <laughs> so she called the girl, and the girl picks up, and I said, "Did you say that I've been fucking you?" And she said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you." I cut her off. I cut her off immediately. I said, "I ain't never did." I started going off. Fuck out of here, you trash. I I would never. Miss CTG, please don't judge me. This is years and years. Uh, I was like, hell no, I would never do no. Sh- I'm going in. I mean, really, like calling her all types of f and this and blah blah blah. And she just gives me that that low, <laughs> okay, right. And then my girl was like, oh, so she was lying. And then I hang up. And I was like, babe, I told you I would never, right. And then I went back and had sex with her again, like, next week. Of course. Of course. <sighs> you're, the best, you're the best makeup sex in your cheating fucking life. It was I. Right. She'd be ru- Like, she used to ruin shit. I mean, she would just ask dumb questions that were just like, ugh, why would you do this? Like, how Did was your you day? Did you ask her why she... Um... <laughs> she, shook, <laughs> she shook a magic eight ball and said, well, I'll be Israel's ride or die. <laughs> Oh my god! No, the fuck you won't. <laughs> oh my goodness! That ain't about lied. Oh my goodness! That counts as toxic, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. It started with cheating, but it was really fascinating how it developed. You know, it had a it had little little pinch of manipulation and just like just a, a touch of lying. Sadly, abuse as well. Abrasiveness. I yeah, I was a different person back then. I would never do that now, but like back then, it was like whatever. Right. I had no responsibilities. I was just making money and just, just out, I was out of control. I worked at Best Buy. What the fuck <laughs> you gonna tell me? No, I also <laughs> worked at Best Buy when I was See? sixteen years old. That was one of my first. Yeah, what, what is anybody gonna tell me? I, I break all rules now. Yeah. Oh boy, I wear khakis, motherfucker. With all black sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the CTG, what's the gross. most toxic thing you've ever done? <laughs> What? What do you even? What? Oh, 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 <laughs> she oh, would oh, never. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> she would never. Yikes! I, you know. <sighs> Don't worry. Whoever you're thinking about, they're not listening. Not yet. 
I mean, not there yet. Right, that's <laughs> that's that's I, mean, I feel like probably. <sighs> see, the one I want to say, I can't really say, because it might not be legal. So what I will oh, say is that's an amazing intro. No, yeah, but I'm not gonna. I what you what what you cannot do uh, is you incriminate yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can discuss off the pot, but not. <laughs> I am so excited about who's um, fucking yeah. gas tank he poured sugar in. <clears throat> no. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that's not probably, toxic. <laughs> that's not toxic. That's just bad. That's something else. That's, um, yeah. She did. I this. feel like the most toxic thing is I probably. <laughs> My nail. First of all, I wish y'all could see the video. They're trying to click the invisible. Mad fingertips. Mad fingertips hitting right now. Straight nubs. Silence. Looks like a really aggressive finger puppets. Okay, I think probably one of the most toxic things I've done is um, make a guy break up with me when I really wanted to break up with him by playing the like. Fascinating. <laughs> like you just, it, you kind of put them in a position where they aren't really doing right by you, but like you make it their idea so that you get to still be like the angel. Like, well, and you ended it anyways. And you know, because you were the one who said da 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 da. And so I said, I just took that to mean this. And so that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I Did like you fake to be. Cry? No, I don't fit. No, my tears be real. What you mean? My emotions. That's toxic. That's toxic as fuck. <laughs> my this emotions is... are real. I am a Pisces, okay? My emotions are real. That's toxic. But I'm not like that no more. Women are fascinating. <laughs> Women are really fascinating. Because being the one who does the breaking up, it's like, it just, you, you, you're the villain, you know? Like, well, you ended up, like, because what I can't stand is when they go, well, you know, you quit me. Like, I don't need to hear that shit because I hate that annoys the shit out of me. I know it's fuck I did. If I, and if I quit you, if you force me to break up with you, that means you really did some shit. So That's it's easier for me to just be like, hey, you know, these, this is how I'm feeling. Can you manage? You know, like you just create a scenario where the resolution is them coming up with the fact that they need to end things. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. God bless you, you non-toxic <laughs> angel. <laughs> Except for, well, holding, not judging the illegal one that still is yet to be named. That person's still in a trunk. <laughs> yeah. In Guantanamo Bay. Six years later, just, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> just oh. <laughs> I think um, for me, I would say there's no elaborate story. Uh, this girl pissed me off. We were together, and uh, it was a it wasn't a very bad breakup at all. But afterwards, I was just still so pissed at her that I I slept with her best friend. Um, Easy work. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it was there was no cheating involved, but I definitely went hard at her her best friends and yeah, and uh, they I kind of came in between them, figuratively speaking, not literally. Who's more toxic in that situation, or you or the best friend? Hmm. Well, I would say me because I I was the aggressor in that situation. If I'm being transparent, so the best friend so, were her friend's man, right? Exactly. Oh yeah, but I mean, 
like no, none sure. of my boys, none of my boys' exes could ever be like, yo, is what's up, and I ever accept it. No matter that's, how good they look. Now. No, even before. Like, that's the line that I couldn't cross. Oh, that's the line? I, I, okay. Yeah, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> remember I said, I'm not, I have no emotional connection to sex. So for me, going out and having sex was never a thing. But I do have, uh, you know, connect. I have very small connections with people. It's very limited to the amount of people that I actually will create a friendship and a brotherhood with. So if I do, if you give me your loyalty, you deserve that back. Women too. Huh? Now, no. <laughs> I am perfectly fine with saying what? I am. Yeah, no. Women have always been a complicated part of that. You know, that's what therapy was for. I, uh, my question still stands. That's the line, okay? Because the loyalty from the men is more important than the loyalty from the women. The lo- my loyalty to them, yes, was. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Have mm-hmm. you ever, have you guys ever participated in helping or assisting someone cheat on their partner, but you had no idea you were doing it at the time? Like you had no idea that they were cheating on whoever they were with? Nah, I always knew. What? <laughs> so like scenario, if you, my, my scenario was I was there, I was, I was hooking up with this girl and just like, she was, she was a, a, a steady Eddie, you know what I mean? Like one that was repeat business. And so, not a fucking steady I'm, yeti, bro. What? Uh, <laughs> we weren't going steady. We weren't holding hands. That's gross. Oh no, it's it's the title for me, steady yeti. Okay. Yes, rock the hips. I put my hand up on your. Who's that? Was that I was that Diamond from Karma? <laughs> oh yeah, rock the hips. Yes, wave and sip. Okay, so she was so, your steady yeti. We were, so we were, we were in, uh, you know, we were commencing in our Not physical commencement. in our physical activities, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the phone is ringing, and like she picks it up, and she's like, "We're, you know, we're in the bed together under the covers," and she's like, "Hey, oh yeah, I'm just, I just got back, and I'm just, I'm really tired." And so I like, I, I, it dawns on me really quickly what's going on. So like, I was like, ah, fuck this. Like, not that I'm some like pure angel, but I'm just like, uh, that feels seedy. I didn't know I was helping you cheat on somebody. I'm not about to commit to this act right now. So I'm like, I start pulling on my stuff to go. And all of she, she just goes, okay, babe, I love you. I'll call you in the morning. And she hangs up on him and reaches over and pulls my stuff down and just like gets on top of me, consensually speaking, and re-engages. And I was just you like, were gonna, "You were going to leave because she was cheating on her man?" Well, yeah, that's he just oh, you're such then. a nice guy. No, it has nothing to do with nice guy. Remember, like he didn't want were, the drama. He didn't want the drama. <laughs> Let me tell you if something. You, if you viewers remember from last episode, my my attachment to cheating is a very negative one because it destroys Absolutely. my family. Oh, so therefore, man. I'm not going to help anybody. I hear you. Right. So like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be an accomplice in this situation until I was back in the noosey and then I was powerless. Yeah. yeah. Me on the other hand, I'm. Hey, pick your phone. <laughs> is that your girlfriend? Call him right now. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and answer that? I'll be quiet. Shh. Oh, oh Lord. 
I can't stand you. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's Holy not my business. Chicken. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, is is has now tried to attempted to save my life twice now. Oh. Last week, he came down on me hard for eating pork, and he told me if I if I want to continue to live, what? yeah, yeah, that came he down told hard. me I, I need to I need to give up pork. And then, swine? I said, swine, my brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a very heartfelt touch on the back of the shoulder. It's like, listen, Genteel. I really need you to stop fucking with the swine. And then yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> he told me that he legit fears for me that I'm just going to haul off and hit somebody someday. That I have oh. this quiet rage about me, which I actually prefer. I, I prefer people to think I have a quiet rage about me. But um, let me tell you something. He's my brother's yeah, keeper. Is my quiet. Your quiet rage is is auditory only. <laughs> Visually, <laughs> this motherfucker's a maniac. Oh. If you can't look at B Todd and oh. see when he's getting ready to kill somebody, <laughs> then you are Stevie Wonderblind. It is. Uh. It is literally. I be looking sometimes. I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna kill everybody in here. Except oh God, no, no, no. no. Sometimes oh, he, it, he just. I know when somebody's pushing his buttons. B Todd is not an angry person. I think he just gets irritated yes, easily. Yo, you more, like more than just angry, right? Because right? I, I, I consider myself to be. Smile? He looked like a psycho. Yeah. Like, yes, I am. Yeah, he shaved uh-huh. his fucking beard. You guys got to see him. Yo, you can't can nod. Talk about that? <laughs> that transformation was disturbing, bro. When is the beard? When, when is it coming back? Especially the mustache only. Six look? weeks, guys. Six Yikes. Weeks. Yikes. I like that one. That's Chet. You went to you, you went through different levels of Stone Mountain races. <laughs> I had Stone Mountain four. races, uncle. Yeah, I had to look <laughs> for all four horsemen on that mountain. Not I, I all like, four. Okay, General. <laughs> <laughs> General Joseph E. Johnston. Yeah, me. Meet me at the airport. <laughs> Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> you get out that Civil War. You come home right now. All right. Like, we are not getting to the Whatever. <laughs> oh, Joseph! <laughs> you had it right on time. Miss Eats, did you salute to you? Because you were right on time with your shit. I mean, listeners, we apologize. We do apologize. Well, let's start. Let's pod. Let's fucking pod, bros. <sighs> and, and, and sisters. CTG, I believe you're first up this week. What have you, what have you got for us to discuss? You can't even talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to go from here to here? Okay. Wusa, take a breath. Yeah. Golly. All right. This is a very serious subject, folks. Oh, God damn it. I'm so sorry. I laughed immediately. <laughs> I'm not laughing. It was not serious because it is dead ass serious. But I've been on some goof troop today. Okay. So this we were if y'all noticed we missed last week. Apologies, life happens. This is something that would have been slightly more time relevant last week, but the topic itself is relevant regardless, okay? And it is when did rejection by women become a justification or a cause for violence against said women? Okay? So if y'all were paying attention to the interwebs mid-June 2021, for those of you in the future, um, there was... (laughs) 
the fucking future people. God everybody, damn. for the record, everybody is listening in the future. The feuties. <laughs> They're not listening right now. Everybody listening is in the future. So there's no, no one I'm, listening. Fuck you. Okay. Um, there's that toxicity. There she is. Fucking feuties <laughs> out here. Fuck you. Um, okay. There was this little like video story joint on on the little blog Instagram things about this group of women. I don't even know what city they were in. I think somebody said Atlanta. It looked like Atlanta. It did. They were out to eat, eating outside Uh, because it's pandemic time, closing sort of maybe, but you know, eating outside. Some random joker, unclear if he was in the restaurant and saw them and was trying to holler or was walking by on the street and saw them and wanted to holler. But either way. He hollered. They were not interested because he was a bum. I mean, not a bum bum, but he, he he looked like a bum. Clearly didn't have his shit together. Basically. Also, just, hi, we're not interested, regardless of the reason. Bum or not, I'm not interested in you. Please respect that. He gets so upset, he goes and gets a gun out his car. For what? Because some women said they weren't checking for you because you disturbed their girl time dinner? Like, even if one was interested in you, you are still interrupting our time together. We're doing something together. And so you feel like that is justification to go and get a gun, my guy? Really? And that's not the first time. That's just the most recent one that has come across social media and gone viral. But, like, men are out here literally physically harming and killing women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, and I know this isn't even like a question of like, do y'all think that's right? Because I know y'all ain't that toxic. So no, this, this is, is really a, just like yeah. a conversation. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. What is what what's happening up here with these men that that is the that's that's the answer now? You don't like me, so now I get to hurt you. I, yeah, I mean, there's no excuse for what he did. I'm still puzzled at what getting the gun was going to do to swing the odds in your favor at that Hello. point. Like, what the fuck is your thought? Like, ah, damn, I didn't woo her with my charm. So now I'm going to go <laughs> get my piece. Let me and go she'll be impressed. Like, there was a literal, there was a thought train that happened there. He was like, hmm, I have tried to get this woman to sleep with me and she has rejected me. And I will now fetch my gun to change her mind. The other question is, what would you do if she just switched up and like, oh, you got a gun? Like, right. Would that then make you go, that's Whoa, the one bitch, for me. That's right. That's yeah, the yeah, one. That's yeah, right. she's the one for me. That's how I married your mother. That's the Brian Clyde. <laughs> you got my gun. She, she got wet. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, so there's, there's a couple, because this situation is not old, but I want to say that, again, in this immediacy, we can't call it post-pandemic because we're not out of it yet but towards the tail end of whatever this thing is, people have started going above and beyond to act a fucking fool and act outside of themselves. Like there is, again, a level of entitlement and a level of just like craziness that everybody is going through right now because there's just no excuse for what you're seeing like in this kind of behavior. It's almost like the happening. Like I, I hate that movie, that M. Night Shyamalan movie, but basically people started going crazy. It was like the trees. Yeah, the plants started talking to each other, and they released like this pollen or whatever, and people just started going crazy and offing themselves. You don't remember? That's yeah. Uh, yeah the yeah. trees were like, "Fuck these people!" It was yeah, and it was just killing amazing. everybody. It was amazing. It's actually like it was fascinating because it was loosely based off of this fun guy that releases spores and takes over like parasites, brains. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so like it was just like it blew it up to another level. But part of me wonders, like, 
Well, it's not, I'm not wondering. There's nothing, I think, physically from COVID that's making people do this. I think we all live through trauma, and I think it's really evident right now who has not sought psychological help through the trauma of living through this, like, pandemic. Second of all, men, all too often, their first reaction to fix a problem is with physical strength or physicality or just trying to correct it. Like, it's, it's wired into us, and it's wrong. Like guys, I'm sorry, but it's it's it it is helpful at times, but it is wrong. Like there's no reason a why the rejection of whoever you're you're speaking to, whether it's male or female, because I don't give a damn what you stick your dick in. I give a damn about how you approach and you appreciate that person though. Now, you know what I mean? In the most non toxic form. But like there's never any reason to put your hands on a woman. There's definitely no reason to go and put you, put a pull a gun on them, especially when it just comes because you were trying to get some ass. Like that's childish. And if if that's what you want to play, like cool, but just keep that childish shit and go get you some, you know, some little chick who really has nothing going on for herself, and y'all just be toxic together because like these women were just trying to enjoy themselves. Men are already aggressive as fuck when it comes to like calling and yeah everything like i was talking to somebody at work the other day because you know he was a little thrown off because this gay dude just like started hitting on him in the middle of you know the job and i was just kind of laughing because i was just like you know it's not excusable but it's funny when guys get a taste of guys right like it's not not funny at all catcalling is nothing when it's happening to women and you can be a bystander and you can be complicit right and just not even call out your boy for being derogatory or disrespecting that female or whatever you want to do the moment though it's turned on you and all of a sudden a guy who is into guys starts bringing that male aggressive Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna get it regardless no doesn't mean no. No is just amazing. You know what I mean? Like, then that shit gets really fucking interesting. And again, it just escalates and goes straight to violence. That shit is scary. Men, you've got to check your rage levels. Like, I, I have... It's funny. Like, I, it's not um, entirely out of purpose that I brought up what is said about, like, you know, he's afraid that I'm going to haul off and hit somebody or whatever. Um, but... There are a lot of people who feel that way about me because I do. I can I can look physically upset and I'm big and I've been like held accountable for being big my whole life. It's not my fault that I was born this size, but you know, I also have to be aware that how I can look imposing. But I I told my girl from the very beginning when we started dating, I was like, You have I've give you authority to like pull me out of a situation and calm me down. So like I literally handed over my rage cape to her and i was just like anytime you see me wild and upset and about to haul off on somebody i promise you if you take me by the shoulder there's no question i will just follow you and i will leave a fight alone because i think that's important to have somebody who can just take you out of that and someone you can trust when you're blinded by your anger because again like we are pre-wired to react physically to all things and it's time to check that yeah uh the only thing that I would even correct about what B-Touch said is that he originally started out by saying men. And I would like to preface that those are boys. No matter right. how old these motherfuckers get, and it don't matter whether they have a penis or not, they boys until they understand and really truly understand what it means to check themselves and be kind and courteous and just understanding of others around them. That is one of the most difficult things that men go through because we're never, like B-Touch was saying, and I think it's been a, a means of 
uh, just a common ground in, in almost all the topics that we've had since the beginning of our podcast where men just don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. It's the reality of it. It's fucked up. So going back to the beginning, men, for any men listening to this, there's a time and a place to, to say hello, to try to get your game going. It is never, ever, this ain't the movies. It happens in the movies a lot. There's never going to be a time where you're going to walk up to a girl when she's with a group of other girls and it's going to be successful for you. No one's stepping outside of their group to come say, yeah, I'll get you my number. It's just not, it's not realistic. Just cut it out. It's just, it's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Wait, you're saying it's impossible odds for a man to go to a group of a woman, group of women, single one if out. They, if and, they party, if they're, like on, if they're like at dinner, yeah. again, time and a place. First of all, it's not, it's not dinner, it's brunch. Brunch, <laughs> dinner. <laughs> There's a difference. Right? So the reason why I say that is because these are all events where people are being sociable. Right. If that young lady, young woman wanted to be sociable with you, she could step outside of her social circle and come talk to you. It would be an invitation to do so. When people are closed off in their section, let them be in their let them be in their spaces. Every every space is not inviting, even though it's out in public. Back the fuck up. The whole going to get your gun thing, I mean, I'm in New York, right? There's a special spot in every hood where you just like, God damn, these niggas is fiending. If you haven't been to Jamaica, Queens, right outside the train station, there's a movie theater on the corner. <laughs> and that is the hot spot for dudes doing the most. And I've never seen it. Is this a perfect example? They'd be like, excuse me, miss, can I talk to you for a second? No, nah, I'm all right. Fuck you, bitch. I ain't want you anyway. Uh, yes, yes <laughs> sir, you that? did. Why yes, is, like, why is that always did. the answer? Also, as soon as you say no, y'all gotta curse us out. What if she what if she was getting ready to change her mind? She said, actually, no, I got to do something. Well, fuck you. And she's right right where she's going to make, you know what? Actually, well, fuck you then, bitch. You ugly anyway. You were just trying to fuck her. That, what? What? Now it's she's really, ugly? It's really or do you just have to from face? the guy who told his girl he wasn't cheating on her? No, no. Girl, because she was too ugly. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I admitted. I admitted that I was wrong, though. I understood yeah, where right, I was wrong. Right. We're just completely understand where I was wrong. Paying it forward. The these, ways. these motherfuckers don't think that they're wrong. They think that they're entitled to your time and your attention. Mm. You owe me your time if I say hello to you. Mm. Right? You owe me your time if I stop to tell you you're beautiful. You owe me your smile if I feel like you should be smiling. One of the worst things we ever do is, why are you not smiling? You know, you're fucking, yeah. Who's telling jokes in my ears right now? Who's, who's out here making me smile at this very moment? Can I That's add how, to this? Because the other thing I don't like, because I think I said before, I'm like, I'm a fairly polite person. So if somebody spoke to me, I'd like to say hello, like I'll say hello back. And it's when, because I have just treated you like a human being, now you feel like I owe you more. And now I owe you my attention, my affection, my interest. And it's like, no, I'm just seeing you as a person of value because right. you are a human being. Just a human so being. Why does it have to, like, why does it have to be more than that? And that's the thing that I don't like is that even when you try to be kind and polite, if you still don't give them what they want, now is violence. Now I gotta berate you. Now I that's gotta why you, disrespect you. You can't even you. give these motherfuckers an inch. They they running a mile. They you saying bolt on this bitch with that. But the top the killer is the violence. Yeah. How dare you? 
Yeah. Like nobody who ever, I've never, I've been in instances where I could have put my hands on, on somebody for putting their hands on me, on a woman for attacking me. I've never had the need to, so I've never done it. Like I, I'm, I'm strong enough and I'm just, I walk away. But to go get a gun, what are you proving? That That's the pussiest thing that this generation of people do is just immediately react with violence, you know, to that extent. Is there something about that these guys feel too comfortable doing these types of things in these situations? That's because they, they got homeboys that won't check them. They but got homeboys that won't check them that'll give them props to doing shit like that. But if right. uh, assuming that that's their man's, right? Who's to say that they don't also fall in line with what he's doing? Like, what if they, they don't do. disagree? Like, I, I'm I'm thinking bigger picture, like. Do they think it's okay because no other external man from that group is going to check them? Like, have we have men also, like, there's a fine line between, like, minding your fucking business and the bystander effect, right? Because the bystander effect is you're not going to do anything because you know somebody else will come along and do something. And meanwhile, like, that poor old, like, Asian woman who got beat in front of that hotel, right, nobody went to go help her because they're just like, oh, well, you know, it's not my business and somebody will come along to help. But there's also a place where I feel like, why was there no, I mean, like, once you get the gun, it's, it's, it's too far off. That's the safety issue thing right there. But when it comes to use, if you saw, like, just like when you saw that, that man disrespecting that woman in, the, in the, the bodega, right, or in the corner store, right? Like, you saw it fit to step in, assert yourself, and that situation was remedied. I don't know if that guy went home later and actually thought about what he did and maybe, maybe could have put him on just a slightly different path. What if we as men are not holding each other accountable as strangers? And what if we are allowing some of these safe spaces to kind of happen? Because some guys just feel like nobody's going to stick up for a random female. Amber alert. Mm. Well, Israel's out of here, guys. It's just me. And, and <laughs> I'm not going to lie to shit scared that <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Um, I don't think you're not wrong in that. It takes a special kind of person to to be willing to step in because there are instances where that that's not me. I just am surprised that Todd didn't expect that to happen. Like y'all are in the same spot. Like I was like, so you, just, you gotta go check your phone. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> it's not like you can silence your phone from an emergency alert. <laughs> They're stealing babies, Miss CTG. They are stealing babies, and we got to do some of this stuff. <laughs> um, but it it takes a very special type of person to be willing to do so. And I, I'm not just saying that because I do it. One, I have no fear of another person, uh, like at all. Like there is no person that puts any type of fear in me that will make me go, "Oh, I can't fight. I can't do this." Granted, there's always opportunity to get. I've been. I've already been stabbed. Uh, been shot at. I I know one that I can fight whilst being stabbed. That's easy. Getting shot is a whole different story. But I'm confident in my physical abilities, and I'm also confident in knowing that I'm a real man. I would never allow somebody to disrespect my sister, my mother, any female that I know or don't know in front of me like that. That it, that cannot ha- <laughs> that cannot happen in my presence. I stand by that. That is my, that is where I stand morally. And, 
And those are, those are my ethics. You fucking me. Sorry, I definitely sabotaged Iz with a little text message on the side. And he was being really serious. And I just had to be an asshole. And... No, but I mean, I agree. Like, there, there are safe spaces. And, like, you – I have a feeling that, like, whether it's family or maybe it's, like, girlfriends, friends, whatever, people will feel safe around you because you have channeled some of that aggression towards people that need to have their aggression checked at times. Is that fair? Yeah, you know what it is, and this, and this sounds, and I hope it doesn't sound weird. I have no interest in dying early, but I also don't fear the idea of death if it is my time to go, and if I have to go in service of another person, then kind of so be it, because I would rather put my all into making sure that somebody's able to just be and exist than live with the fact that I did nothing. Like, that's a weird situation for me. Like, I've personally witnessed my father put my his hands on my mother. And as much as I love my father, that, will never, that would never have escaped me. When he was still alive, I even had to confront him on that. Like, you, bro, at the end of the day, as much as we may not get along with our mother, that is my mother. Right. You can't put your hands on my mother, bro. You do it again, and I'm going to put my hands on you. And, I, and that is... My father's my ace. When one of he's one of my best friends, the person I look up to and everything, and I still would you still would have to have a problem with me. I would put you through a wall, and there's nothing that you would have been able to do to stop me. Right. I mean, I my easiest trigger the the one way guaranteed to get me to see red and not back down is if you if is if you threaten one of my sisters or my girl. Like that one's automatic, and I can barely control that one unless I give somebody authority to take me away in that space. Cause that's just a, a safety mechanism for me. But like, if you're around my, like I once, I remember being in Savannah on St. Patrick's day, which is like one of the littest parts of this country is St. Patrick's day in Savannah. And these Blairs and what were the name? Joseph's. The TV torchers? The yeah. TV torch boys? These these fucking like idiot frat guys are on a pool table behind us that we're just kind of posted up against. They're not playing pool. They're just like <laughs> they're running their balls back and forth for excuse my language. But they're just taking the pool balls, right? And they're just rubbing them back and forth on the ball, right? I'm on the on the pool table. And so uh one of them rolls across the table, hits my sister in the hand. In the course of that motion, somebody spills beer on the, on the pool table across from us. And my sister was already in the motion of rolling the pool ball back to them because, you know, she's like, here you go. Like, have fun with your toys, boys. Well, the bouncer sees my sister roll the pool ball through the beer. And he gets upset because, like, what's wrong with you? Can't you see that, you know, there's, there's beer on the pool table? You know what I mean? And, like, he calls my sister an idiot. And I don't know what happened. But next thing, like, this guy is easy, like pushing six foot eight you know what i mean and like probably 300 pounds and i'm like i'm my neck is straight up and i'm a tall guy but my neck is cranked and i'm like in his face there's full-on white privilege invoked in that in that period of my life i admit because like i have no sense talking to a bouncer who's just doing his job but at the same time you have no sense talking to my sister when there's a group of jackasses over here acting like a bunch of assholes and so he's just like you guys are gonna leave and i'm like no we're not bro i was like we didn't do anything wrong and but I mean, like, it just it just did not matter to me that this guy could have clearly mopped the floor with me because what you were not going to do is you were not going to address my sister that way. You know what I mean? It's just and it's automatic. But I just I feel 
that we just don't have other safety nets in place for women around us, or we just don't, we don't have safe spaces enough for them to just go out, drink, relax, have themselves without feeling threatened that some dude is going to come by and physically threaten harm on them because he didn't get his way that day. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely got to start with us checking us first. I agree. We can, and, and even the ideals that, that, the extra ideals that men have to be like, oh, well, women shouldn't, oh, what, like giving women advice on how to protect themselves, which is like, you know, dress a certain way. Like, that's Fuck such, that's so fucking trash. Right? That is no so trash. No accountability. It's like, hey, don't do anything to get raped. How about, yeah, like, if you rape? If you use a woman's outfit that you clearly like against her, as a way of saying, well, you clearly you wanted to get fucked tonight or else you wouldn't have worn this fuckable outfit. Something's wrong with that, bro. Like it's 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 not yours. Math, Matthew's <laughs> See, 18. Hold on. There's nine. a difference between wearing an outfit because you would like to get fucked versus wearing an outfit because quote unquote you'd like to get raped. There's no, no such I thing agree. as you wore that cuz no, cuz I'm saying like, you know, like let's be clear. Even though 97% of the time we are dressing for ourselves as women, we also are not idiots. So we know like, ooh, sis, your ass looks great in that fit. Ooh, the titties are standing up. The ladies are talking today. Wonderful. And perhaps there's going to be a guy that I find attractive, that finds me attractive, that I will consensually want to engage with. That's different than somebody being like, oh, because you wore that outfit and it enhanced your ass and it enhanced your titties, you wanted to be raped and violated. Yeah, that's not There's no such thing. It's not. There's no such thing. It's not. That's, I, that's that. Yeah, that's, that's, sorry. Not sorry. I love when, <laughs> I love when women say titties. I, I love when women talk about other women's ass and Selena. titties and how they yes. look. And I don't, my nipples were immediately on point. She said ass and titties. I was like, yeah. dude. Ooh, your ladies are held up nicely today. That was just perfect description. Oh, man. If you'd like an ASMR of um, mm. ass and titties. There you go. That's the next podcast. I'd subscribe. Immediately. I'd subscribe. I'd subscribe you know, with all my burner um, accounts. Check out my OnlyFans coming soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Burner account to burner account. <laughs> That's my nipple in the microphone. Oh my god. Put it away, Israel. There's a heat advisory. It's an idea. It's an idea. I might have to I might have to do it. We'll see. You'd hit millions in no time. <laughs> You don't do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Might not be the same effect, but you know, we'll see. No, it sounds way crazier. <laughs> <laughs> That's my penis. Never knew that a podcast could get canceled when it's not even <laughs> making money, but that was the one that did it. That was the one that got us canceled. Holy chicken. Oh my gosh. So... <laughs> Do we feel, (laughs) I feel like we could talk about this all day. Um, I'm grateful to just know that I'm on a show that no matter how toxic y'all are, like there, 
the line is somewhere and that is with the violence. <laughs> so thank you guys for really just speaking your uh, thoughts on that. Do you feel like you've, uh, you're complete? I am for now. Ooh. Yeah. I'm in an <laughs> ever state of evolution. I will never be complete. I'm just in between levels. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. He's evolving. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pokemon. <laughs> you gotta catch them all. <sighs> all right. Fair enough. I'm really, I'm, you know, I'm actually physically angry right now just because of of that topic. Like, I'm, I feel myself just, I find that just to be such inexcusable behavior. Period. Like, I don't want to call it behavior because I don't want to be like wagging my finger at the motherfucker, but really, I want to like, I just wish a really aggressive woman would go hit on him. He would reject her. And then she would go out and get her gun and pull it on him. You know, I just, want, I just want him to have that experience. I want him to see. If not, if not to him directly, have another man do that shit to his mother. And look at how, defen- and look how defenseless <laughs> that make you feel. Right. I just don't understand why guys don't apply that same fact. Unless you have a really terrible like relationship with your mother or your siblings or something like that. Like, how you can disrespect a woman so blatantly and not see or put yourself in a position of what if that happened to your mother or your sister or, you know, whoever, like if some guy did that to someone who you care very deeply about, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand why it's successful. But anyways, they don't give a fuck about these hoes. Yeah. 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 They don't. Yeah. I don't know why I, I cover my mouth when I get ready to laugh. <laughs> it's so it's so childish, yeah. But it's it's something I'm accustomed to at this point in my life. Where I just go, it's because you're a gentleman. I don't like people seeing my teeth. <laughs> it's a problem. I feel like yeah, fucking Sealy in the color purple. <laughs> Sister! That, I covered them shits up. <laughs> I got big lips, man. I can't have them spread all over the place. I'm complete for today. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. You are <laughs> off my mind. You know that scene in Boomerang when what's her name is hitting on Eddie Murphy hard, 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 hard. And he's just kid? like, oh yeah. He's just like, oh, 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 oh. I wish I could roll my eyes. What if it was? What if it was Whoopi Goldberg instead doing that too? Hey, 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 hey! What we're not about to do is that. Whoopi, what we're not about to do is that. Beautiful. Is that. Okay. I'm okay. just saying, what would you do? Like, what would your reaction be if Whoopi Goldberg aggressively hit on you? I would laugh just as hard. I would laugh just as hard. Oh, okay. That's that's. I got hit on by a gay dude. So when y'all was talking about that shit, I was like, I had flashbacks. That shit was super aggressive. They mm-hmm. grabbed my arm and said, "Yo, you look good." I said, "No." <laughs> I collapsed. Oh, what? You fainted. I, <laughs> I wasn't prepared yeah. for the veracity. <laughs> he grabbed my arm. I was walking by. Nigga said, "Damn, you look good." I said, "Ugh." Did he, <laughs> he grab you by the bicep or the forearm? Yeah, the bicep. You know yeah, that. He the gave fucking Ike grab. Yeah, yeah he's been watching. Yeah. Well, he grabbed me. That was abusive. He grabbed me. I was like, <laughs> ah, this is the police? Like, that shit was crazy. I didn't like I'm, it. I'm mm. done. I didn't like it at all. I'm done. Uh, B-Tide, you up next. All right. So um, my question comes from also observing things in social media. And last week... Sweetie blew up the internet when she brought up the point that, you know, 
if you are given an engagement ring, right, and the engagement then ends, is the man entitled to getting that ring back or anybody? When it comes, let's, I want to open up just a little bit more. Are you entitled to gifts once the relationship has ended to claim those back, especially if they're pricey gifts, engagement rings, diamond earrings, whatever? Are, uh, are, should you be entitled to having gifts back? That's a, both ways. Yeah. I think that all gifts except for engagement rings are just they're, they're theirs. An engagement ring is a, is a ring that is aligned with the proposal of marriage. It's supposed to be hand in hand. You're having this because this is what shows that we are on this next level. If we are not, then why do you still have it? Hmm. Ain't like you wearing it. The only reason why you, the only reason why a person would keep an engagement ring is to sell that fucking engagement ring. Hmm. No one's keeping it as a memento that they're gonna use at any other point in time. This is <clears> not <throat> how engagement rings work. Anything else though, like, like you got to be really a classless motherfucker to be asking for your shit back that you gave somebody. Like that is the the worst move. That second worst move. We talked about the worst move in the first topic. This is like the second worst move that you could be doing out here in these streets is asking for shit back that you gave somebody. Miss CTG would convince them to end the engagement so yeah. she wouldn't have to and and keep and the keep the ring. ring. You know what? You can keep the engagement ring. I, I see you you kind of in the growing process right now, baby. I just want to make sure that you good. I just want to make sure that you feel honored and you know how much you did me. Thank you, goddess. Like, you know, I apologize to you. <laughs> you know, it's you like you know my life. It's like, I mean, you may have cheated on me, but I wasn't available hey, to hey, you. Hey, I understand. Hey, 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 hey. Nobody said nothing about being no cheater. Okay. Nobody said nothing about that part. But um, yeah, engagement rings is definitely different but it's also y'all gotta stop coming out the blue with asking people to marry you that you don't know if they really want to even get married to you why are these not <laughs> topics of conversation beforehand we don't have time for that on the pod that. today that's, that's oh my god topic. That's who, who, who up here going who up here guessing this shit she might want to spend the rest of her life with me uh-uh. let me spend ten thousand dollars to find out that's a lot of fucking money you got to give my shit back you can't just keep my ring i'm sorry Everything else is yours. Earrings, what if any type of jewelry. What if it's a low-cost engagement ring? What if it's a $600 engagement It don't matter. It don't matter. it don't matter. First of all, disrespectful. <laughs> Whoa, that was really toxic. My, hold on. Really it, it, is, it is. It is, right? Because it shouldn't be about, it shouldn't be about the money. But the idea, the idea of it and what it, what it signifies, you can't just relinquish that. Okay. You have to, you have to give that back. The sino, there's sentiment, sentimental value stored into it. Right. It's just overall meaning stored into it. It's not just what I might have intended because every gift can have that sentimental value. I can give a pair of earrings because I love the way that I look on you and I know that it would bring you a smile. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same impact as an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And to those women who feel that it is their right to keep those things, you're wrong for that. You're wrong in even thinking that. Again, I can only imagine the only reason why you want to keep an engagement ring and not be actually engaged or with that person is to sell it. Mm. Okay, so... But maybe not. This is true. That's why I said I. There's two parts. So oh, I Ms. feel CTG, like. Do you have an opinion on this? <laughs> <laughs> she still got the ring on. <laughs> it go clack clack clack. <laughs> I can't stand. All right, go ahead. Where was you? Where was so you? my thoughts on this: one, if the engagement ring is like family heirloom from the gentleman, like something like that, definitely give it back. If 
it breaks if there's a if we ain't getting married. Two, if the ring was custom designed for me, it's mine. No. <laughs> no. Here's why. Here's why. <laughs> no, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Here's why. I have never disagreed with you more in my life. <laughs> You created, you went and took the time to create this thing for me. Now, if I like, I think also it depends on how the relationship ends, right? Like how the engagement breaks off. If it's my fault as the woman, okay, maybe get the ring oh, back. When does that ever happen? Maybe. A woman's hey. going to take fault for a relationship ending? We know who isn't going to take fault for the relationship ending. Not our, not our goddess. <laughs> I got his teens. It is never. Anyway, <laughs> if it was my fault, I would consider giving it back. Yes. Um, if it was his fault, then this is just um, my compensation for you wasting my time, breaking my heart, ruining my future plans. So I'm going to hold on to it. Um, also, like it's still jewelry, and if the shit is cute, it's cute. So, I mean, I don't know. I like, I, I get it. I mean, I can be mindful and be like, yes, man, you spent money on it, blah blah blah. But I also just feel like it was, it's still a gift at the end of the day. And so, especially if you went out and made sure that it was something that I would personally like, what you gonna do with it? Melt it down and fucking get my get something else out of it. I'm about to be wearing a fucking chain out there. What do you what? <laughs> what? And so why is it not available to me to just also have that same opportunity? Because Since it was, was given with, it was given with the ideals of a promise of being together. What if you broke the promise, my nigga? I probably would have. So like, then I'm keeping the ring, okay? I'm keeping the Listeners, ring. She wasn't I also would not have asked anybody to marry me ten years ago, so that I'm, that's, I'm just leaving it at that. If you, if you are the cause of the breakdown of the relationship, you relinquish all rights to receiving your jewelry purchases back, your gifts back, any of that. If I am the cause, and you gave me a ring, I will consider splitting the difference with you. Ms. CCG, <laughs> what if to just to, just as a flashback to previous Mansers episode? What if you were the one that dropped on yonder knee and proposed to the handsome gentleman <laughs> and he split things off? I can't even fathom it. So would, I have you, no would you be okay with him keeping the ring after you convinced him to, to break it off with you? <laughs> if I had to really stretch my imagination to even live in this potential hypothetical fantasy world, mm -hmm. um, if I know that I was allowing the relationship to be complete, whoever initiates that completion, because it was on me, sure, he can hold that. Mm. I guess. Mm. I guess. Mm. But if he fucked it up, no, I need it back. Well, let's say, what if, you bought him a, what if you bought him a car? I would never. What if you did? Actually, let me, okay. If I'm buying somebody a car, it means that I'm financially in a position that that is not something... That's not breaking my bank. And so if I love you enough, then I'm going to buy you a whole vehicle that is for you. Can I sell it? And I have the funds 
to do so, it's it's yours. It's a gift. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I gave it to you. I don't do conditional gifting in whatever capacity it is, right? That'd be like making somebody a meal and then be like, oh, well, you pissed me off, so I'm going to need you to get them groceries back. But you don't find the act. So I agree with you, right? Especially using the term of conditional gifting. Yeah. But a proposal is a condition. A proposal is a proposal conditional, is it not? We're asking a question. Here's the proposal. Do you agree or do you not agree? Right. And I agreed. So I accepted your with gift. that with the ring seal with the ring sealing that agreement. I now mean, we're not together. Like, that's not the but that's just one piece of the agreement. The agreement is technically sealed with a second ring. So I Ooh. think you're a super super respectable woman. What so a if, a, if a if a man if a man proposed to you and didn't have a ring, would you still say yes? Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's not about the ring. So if, if I, I already figured oh, that you would say if the relationship is, is strong enough that this is the person that I want to build with regardless, yeah, yeah. Like I mean a ring is cute, but at the end of the day, let's be clear, like the ring don't mean shit. The ring doesn't mean like the ring is just a pretty like bow and it's a traditional thing that we put on to to signify this to the world. But if I'm already committed to somebody like if we're dating, you're my boyfriend and I'm committed to you, like I'm no less committed to you because you haven't given me a promise ring like we're 12 and a half. So, you know, like if I feel like you're somebody I want to build with and and everything else that you're bringing to the table, quote unquote, or adding to my life is valuable, like I don't need a ring. No. Would it be nice? Like, do I like jewels and finer things? Of course. But would I say yes if I felt like you were somebody that I wanted to do life with? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So for me, an engagement ring is not a gift. Period. Like an engagement ring is not like anything else that you give to anybody, whether it's for holidays, for congratulations, for whatever. An engagement ring is more or less a contract. It is you saying, I would like to marry you. If you accept this ring, would you like to marry me back? You say yes. Okay, we are now on schedule to get married. The finality to that contract, obviously, is when you stand in front of everyone, say your vows, and the second ring seals the deal, right? So I don't, I, I don't believe in giving gifts. Like if you give somebody something and expect it back, it is not a gift. Like it's ransom, essentially. Like don't ever give me some shit that you feel welcome enough after we go our separate ways or if I piss you off that you can just ask to have it back. That means you never gave it to me and it was never mine in the first place. That means you were just loaning me something. Well, guess what? I'm not giving you back this Christmas sweater. I'm not giving you back these, you know, this PlayStation 5 or whatever. Gifts are meant as a one-time deal. Boom, here you go. I appreciate you. I'm giving this to you in the now and it's going to live for however long it lives. Our relationship hopefully will live much longer than this gift. So I don't care. I'm giving this to you as a way of saying, I love you. I appreciate you or just congratulations, whatever. An engagement ring is not a gift. That's first of all. Second of all, if you plan on keeping an engagement ring after the engagement is off, I really struggle to believe that you have reasons other than petty for keeping it. What because if it meant something to you? What if the fact that he got on his knee 
and made this gesture like that is meaningful even if the relationship What's, doesn't work out because still, i don't like, i don't why? like that you're trying to find reasons for this shit to keep going well, on. like hey that's what digital picture frames are for so like you got a photographer <laughs> during that moment so you can really live that as much as you want in your little digital library that's cool that has nothing to do with it i mean like Engagement rings exist on all levels. They could be family heirlooms. If it's a family heirloom and you keep it, that's super no, that's petty. Up. No, that's that is effed up, up, right? If it's sometimes, you know, people want to get married and they don't even really have the means to do it. Like I certainly know of guys who are like having to borrow money from people so that they could get a ring or, you know, like an engagement ring. Maybe that's the sign you shouldn't be in proposing then, but okay. Cool. So that's another conversation. Another subject for another pod. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our pod, but another date. But all the same, like, if somebody went out and had to go borrow money just to get that because they really wanted to pledge a life to you, they know that that's what you deserved and timing is everything, but they just, they had to let you know now. And then you still doesn't you want to keep that after you know this person struggling. Like what you guys are missing is the nuance of the scenario. Because I do, like, I am in agreement with y'all on one particular side of the scenario. And okay. then on the other side, I'm not. Because you're not really saying why is the engagement off. Okay, fair enough. I mean, like, in like... I don't think it matters to me. I, well, I know it doesn't matter to me why the engagement... So I did wrong. So if you on me, Israel, and I say to you, I no longer want to be your wife because you I, broke I, the agreement sure. we made when you mm-hmm. gave me this, you still think you're going to get the ring back. You think you're going to keep You think you're going to keep the finger? ring... You think, you think you're gonna keep that finger? What do you think this is? The bolt cutters. No, there so isn't. All right. <laughs> I can't speak for my sisters, though. All right. I won't. But I got a sister who looked just like me. She looked just uh-huh. like me, but she uh-huh. got breasts. But that uh-huh. speaks to that speaks to what I just said. Like, if if your reasons of keeping the ring are still attached to pettiness, me as no, not <laughs> you personally. But I'm saying, like, find me a scenario where keeping the ring is not attached to some level of pettiness. I already told you at that point, if you are the one, if you if the if the other party, the proposing party Mm. is the cause of the breakdown of the contract slash agreement that you're claiming we made. But why would my compensation? These are my compensation. I didn't know this was a full-time job dealing with me. These are my reparations. Well, I need to go ahead and be writing you off as a as a. I need to claim you on my First taxes. First of all, you know how you know how how much You're back pay I owe. You know how much back pay I owe. I've been ruining lives since 1987. It's... All I'm saying is that would be okay. So what? What? Okay, let's take it. Up. I can't do that, y'all. So let's take it up to we have married and we are divorcing. You want the wedding rings back if we get a divorce? Oh, no. Oh, no? Why? Because I got my because own. Because we actually went through with it. I th- you, you know what's crazy? And 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 I have my know, own. You, what do I want yours for? Let me tell you something. Mine has more diamonds. CTG, you might have just put us in fucking checkmate. Because as soon as you said that, I was like, no, nah, I don't want that ring back. But I, <laughs> but I think it's very different from actually being fully married marriage is a different level than being engaged or being boyfriend, girlfriend, completely different level. Mm. Like if we've gone through our marriage, we've gone through our trials and tribulations and it's just not, it's just not engagement though. That's different. We ain't hit, we ain't hit all that. We ain't hit all that. We did. We had to even get from dating to deciding we want to share. No, because you got to remember marriage is a financial contract. Uh It is a financial civil contract, right? Okay. It, It is. 
it is a financial I'm not, I'm not I'm not negating you. I'm just seeing where you're so going. So I think that's where that's where it differs because when we're in, when we're engaged, we're not on contract. We we out here playing. Realistically, it's free reign until we we actually decide to do it. Interesting. I'm not saying that anyone should treat it like that. Mm-hmm. To me, once you say, "Hey, I want to spend my rest of my life with this person," it's very difficult. I, I obviously I used to be a cheater, so it's it's very difficult for me to 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 say some of these things sometimes. But like in a regular boyfriend girlfriend relationship. Cheating kind of comes a part of it, depending on who you get. Okay. Depending on who you get, right? Because you could get somebody that's just they they cheat and you fuck. You gotta take that blow and you gotta move on to the next person. When you decide, especially for men, yo, I I really got a good one. I think you gotta put all that shit to the side and just like buckle down and say that that's it for the rest. Of your, that's who you with for the rest of your life. I can't like I will I will never cheat on somebody that I'm not married to. I will never look at another woman like that. There will, there will never be a chance for me to do so. If we have decided that we are spending the rest of our lives together, I'm good for that forever. And in I, that case, she gets to keep the ring if it breaks down. She, yeah, and her finger. Got it. Okay. Yeah, two for one. Mm-hmm. I would never, if 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 it happened, if and when it happened, I would not ask for the ring back. Mm-hmm. I, I that's just me though, because like I went through the motion, I did it, I committed to you for whatever reason, whether it was because of me, because of you, if it was mutual or whatever. Mm. I, I don't want the ring back because I just I don't care. Like, well, if you cheat, like, cheated, I got me. you an engagement ring, Todd. So say you propose to me, okay? So I have my ring, okay. and then I get you an engagement ring as well to signify our engagement. Now are we even if the if the engagement breaks off because you have your ring? As Does well. that work? Do, is that what happens? Because I don't think men get it. No, because my boy no, just no, said he's not. like, well, it's okay if we marry because I got my own ring. And so I don't need no. your ring back. But yeah, but what I'm saying is, so if I get you an engagement ring, but I'm still, not, I'm still not asking ring. you for your ring back, regardless in that scenario. Like I, I'm, I'm I'd be because you just convinced me. <laughs> because here's my 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 thing on it, right? Like I'm getting down on one knee. I'm going through the motions financially to commit to getting you this ring. It's mm-hmm. not a gift in my eyes, right? It is a contract still. But once it's over, I think it's on the other person to give it back as a suggestion of just like, let's meet in the middle, I guess. But I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to ask for it. I'm not going to demand and knock on your door. Like, give me my engagement ring back. I'm not going to go on a social media platform and demand she should have given it back. It's just me. It's dead and over. And whatever you want to do with that ring is up to you. You know what I mean? Like, and it's your, it's yours to live with. You know what I mean? Because you can keep it, but if you wear it just as costume jewelry, that's crazy to me. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you just wear it as like a regular piece of jewelry, right? If you, if you, if you knock it down to just your basic jewelry for outings, that's well, crazy. The other question is I mean, this: what do, What do you do if you've been engaged? If someone's asked you to marry, if multiple people have asked you to marry them, you just got a box full of engagement rings. I mean, I just feel like jewelry is jewelry. Like, for, at the end of the day, like, they are a nice symbol, but they are not the relationship. This it's, is true. That's why it's but still that's just true. a gift. It's like, you, gift you know what it is like, though? It the is next not a level gift. of it's our like, relationship. It's, it's like, it's like an uh, NBA player getting traded from a team, right? You sign a contract to play with this team for, for five years. Two years in, it's like, this ain't working out. And they trade you. And you go, that's my locker forever, though. 
Do you get people Christmas gifts? <laughs> it's not, bro. It's, it's not. It's not your locker anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you had two years in and that you were sentimentally well, attached the to his locker. What about the jerseys? The Guess jerseys what? They, you know what they do? They, they get rid of those jerseys after the store immediately. You're not on the but team no the more. the player still keeps their jersey, don't they? The original one? Really if they get it out I don't, I don't really know how that works. First, the players don't take their jerseys home. They leave it in there and it gets washed and cleaned and all that stuff. And they get a new one pretty much every single time. So they don't have, they don't take them home. Not really. Unless they absolutely want to. But you don't okay. get to keep your locker. The, the warm up suits, okay? The outfits, the, the bags either. and shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like all of those are symbols. I just want to know if you got a, if you got a jewelry it's box it. of engagement rings. Me personally, no. Not my own, my mom's. Okay. She's dead. Whoa. Don't say it like that. I had a no. joke lined up. And it just completely no. took it out. I just meant like, <laughs> like I'm crazy, but I'm wow. Like, I mean, but he said a he said a box <laughs> full of them, and not you were full, like, "No, like, not me, but my mom." And I was like, "Wow, she's been through several engagements." No, I didn't mean like, but I mean like okay. her wedding ring from my dad, and then her wedding ring from her ex husband. Gotcha. They are both here, you know. Gotcha. That's different though. I mean, do she you get them do you do you get people Christmas gifts because they're going to get you gifts back, or do you get them a gift because you want them to have something because you were thinking of them? The second part, which is why, if you gift me with a beautiful ring to symbolize the promise that you would like to make to me, I should be able to keep my gift because you thought of you thought so highly of me. Then why is it called a proposal <laughs> and not an engagement gift giving? Because uh, society. No. No. She had nowhere to go. <laughs> she had nowhere to go with that. Because. <laughs> society. Anyway, no. did you know that white people be out there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the pivot that was coming next. Listen, Todd. Why are you asking me all these questions, white man? <laughs> realize black folks, that shit ain't shit anyway. We had to jump over brooms. It wasn't even like, yeah, I could go there, but. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Not me. I am. I just feel like it's just a gift. I don't feel like very nice gift. If your lifestyle is like up there, like if you like you were saying, like you're already getting like Lambos for the person, and like you Mm -hmm. know, you know how the money people Lambos. Yeah, like because Sweetie brought it up, and like you know, hip hop, you're giving all sorts of crazy like cars and all sorts of ridiculous gifts. This uh, that's not for me to decide, but <laughs> if uh, if you give a if you give an extraordinary engagement ring to someone at that point, I don't I don't care about either side because clearly you know you have money, you're not really being that fiscal with it, and you're not even if you wanted to propose this person, you're not trying to work it out or whatever too. Like that's 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 just cameras and entertainment to me. So I'm not really I'm not really going to bat for somebody who. You know, I, I spent a million dollars on this engagement ring, but you guys just got engaged after dating for two weeks. You know, like, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. You know, Don't it's know. a nice gift. It's a dog. It is what it is. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Well, I've said my piece. I'm complete. <laughs> <laughs> you look complete over there. She's sitting all the way back in the chair, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way to just. <laughs> I'm <just> gonna <laughs> Hey, baby, did I complete you? Hmm. <laughs> not, not that I satisfy you. Did I complete you? How you doing? How you doing? Did I complete you? <laughs> lick, lick. 
<laughs> Do you feel complete? <laughs> oh, see my nipples again. <laughs> Be still. <laughs> the OnlyFans ASMR is on the way, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a good pod. This is a tandem good one. breathing. <sighs> Oh, yeah, there's no question case, asking afterwards for me. It's straight to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't like the missionary position because that's what you get in your ears. <sighs> Ugh. I don't like that. I don't like that shit. Ugh. Cross the ankles, grip the thighs. That's what I'm about. Oh my god, who is next? Damn it! Oh, it's it is. Me. Yeah, what do you got for me? <laughs> So, this isn't so much a question, but I think an opportunity to inform, uh, much like the first topic, or just letting motherfuckers know what should be going on, right? To step parent or not to step parent? That is the question. And much like everything that we've talked about so far, let's dive into social media and see what's going on there. I think one of the biggest reasons that I, that I pondered, I don't ponder this question, but I like for younger individuals to ponder it, is Sierra... Uh, Russell Wilson, future. <laughs> and how often we see people talking shit about Russell Wilson for taking care of future son. Right. It does not make sense to me personally. And being, having been a single parent and co-parenting for so long, I think I got some headway to give to people and just some, some, some life lessons that they need to learn. But more often than not, you're going to find if you ever see a, po- a post of Russell Wilson with future son, is a whole bunch of men and women disowning and downplaying what he's doing for that kid. They're saying how much he should mind his business and stay out of it, and how Future should do this and that, and that's Future's son. Ah, Future's not married. Technically, Future's not married to Sierra. So yes, that is his son. Future's married to the streets. But he also kind of lost... Yeah, Future's for the streets. But he also kind of lost a lot of that privilege by continuing to just do the worst things and fucking get a whole bunch of other girls pregnant. Before I go into my tangent, though, I would love to hear what you all have to say about these things. Hmm. I don't fuck the future. So that's one. Because I know him personally, right? But no, I mean, I'm just, I'm not a fan of future. So maybe I'm a little biased. But I just think, number one, how can anybody, like, knock a man for honoring the commitment he made to a woman, right? Like Russell said, Sierra, I want to share my life with you. He gave her the gift when he proposed, right? Of a beautiful ring to symbolize. (laughs) Beat that dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) That he doubled down on the gift with the wedding band that, you know, went with the engagement to make it official anyways um but i mean like he basically said like i value you and i understand that there is no you without your son without your child and so if i'm going to take care of you i'm also going to take care of an extension of you which is your child which is your son so anybody sitting here clowning russell downing him telling him to mind his business is a fucking fool is a clown and doesn't understand the importance of village because now baby future is fortunate enough to have two men in his life one who may be more stand up and 
regular and consistent, which is amazing because we know how important father figures are. And then he got his daddy who is present, is there, <laughs> who exists. What's really pissing me off is that both of them are just like reading their phones. So I feel like I'm oh, talking no. to myself. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> getting ready. Just patiently waiting. But I'm just saying like, I feel like it's, I can't, I, it, I, it, it is unfathomable to me. Like, I don't, I can't compute how people will actually really try to clown this man. Clown him for stepping up and honoring the commitment. Because I don't know no baby mama out here who's going to sit here and be like, yeah, fuck with me, but don't fuck with my kids. Huh? Excuse me, baby like, mama is a derogatory world? comment. Please don't give can... a fuck right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because what, like, how could you even respect a man who wants to be in your life but doesn't want to engage with your children? Like, I could not even, like, what are we talking about? I don't even have kids, I, but I do have my little brother who I've been raising since our mom passed away. And the couple of men that I have dated while raising him, even though I didn't really allow them to be super engaged with his life. Like they always were like, Hey, how's he doing? Is he okay? Does he need anything? Blah, blah. And, and I never, it was never like, do I need to accept this or not? But it was still just the fact that they understood that they don't get to fuck with me without at minimum having some consideration for the person who is my responsibility slash my family. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand like if I actually gave birth to this Joker, how you gonna act like that's not literally a piece of me outside of my body? Are you crazy? I'm complete. <laughs> Allow me to begin <laughs> a little theme music, if you will. Here we fucking go. Hey, this is This is your favorite stepdad. Is so ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking ghetto. Shambly's in the house. We are sophisticated. Oh my god. Um, first of all, let me distinguish this. Russell Wilson is a pussy. And I mean that in a nice way, not a disrespectful, derogatory way. But when we, How? Were, when we were standing online, when we were going through and Falcons we were making their way I'm to so the Super sorry. Bowl that we okay. inevitably okay. blew up. Okay. All right. The Falcons single-handedly beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks just by placing future on the sidelines of that playoff game. Wait, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in his head bad. We were in his head very bad. Now, Every possession, he was like, does she, think, does she still think about him? Yes. <laughs> that being said, hey. I, would, I would like to apologize to the ladies for using the, the P word on my toxic podcast. Proposal. Proposal. <laughs> <laughs> um, Done. Now, to be very seriously, um, I think it's respectable what he does, like, um, I think if a man doesn't want to step up and be the father to his own child, I think, <clears throat> I think it's just a great thing for anybody to step in and love another person's child when you don't have to. Right. That being said, I, I demand from people who are going into those relationships to please 
please be patient and selfless if you're going to be a step parent because like they are not your kids but they're going to need a lot of love from you and they don't need you to be their parent because they already have two of those but like they are going to need guidance they are going to need like certain boundaries i guess certain influences but it's just I really, really hate it when somebody in a parent gets remarried and they bring someone in the relationship who wanted nothing to do with their kids in the first place, or they want to just have like their own kids so you can forget about the previous generation or whatever. And so it's, it's just like, I've had two stepmothers. um, And I will say that I respect them both. Um, but they were not easy relationships for me growing up. And, um, it's just a really delicate situation. I think the best thing to do for people coming in to be step parents is to sit back and like help your spouse. Cause that's who you are. Your first obligation is towards, but you need to have a really familial sense of love. Like I'm going to love this child as if it were my own, but you also can't parent it necessarily to the degree that it is your own. Like you can't, you can't spank your stepchild. I don't think that that's acceptable. Spanking isn't acceptable anyways, but you know, I come from a different generation in a different part of the country where it's like spanking was just status quo. Um, and you know, it's, it's detrimental, but um, I do salute Russell Wilson for what he's doing. I just, I'm not surprised with the trolling coming from future fans because future is publicly idolized for heartbreak and just like it's his own like i don't know i don't want to i don't want to troll future because he has a a huge huge fan base but it's not like he's ever done songs about being a an upright standing stand-up guy yeah like it's not like he's literally memes about him just saying fuck boy shit for everything it was like the way atlanta won the championship you know really made me think about the I, rings that I could have given. I you. love those memes, though. <laughs> I love those memes. That is modern that. day poetry to me. But the fact that that's literally what the man is known for just speaks volumes to. And know. Russell Wilson's a cornball. Like he is so anti-future. I'm a cornball, exactly. That you know, that might be a conversation for another day. But I think that it's bullshit to call him a cornball. Like, what qualifies somebody to be a cornball? I know the answers, but they're for another day. Okay, put that so, on. Unless you want to go through it real quick, right? If you, actually, if, matter of fact, hold on. Because he's going to put the hit throw on Don't me. listen to No, 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 because it's not just you, Vita. We're going to talk about this next episode. We're going to have a whole uh, thing. Most we definitely. We want to get some input from We've y'all. got a topic so okay. already. Slide Ooh, into yeah, the let's send it out. DMs Fair so enough. we can also discuss what let's... the fuck makes a man a cornball. Okay. Or what makes Russell Wilson But I think we should reiterate that we're talking about men that are designed like Russell Wilson. Because, you know, because when we say that, right, I'm talking about in terms of personality, you know, we know what we, know what we mean when we say combo, because some people are just combos that are actual combos, right? We don't want the wrong right. answers. We want, right. Do we think people that are not as hood are combos? I think that's the biggest thing, right? Like, let's just, can we just rip off the Band-Aid for this discussion that, Sierra had a kid with Future, okay? I would venture to say that she likes a certain caliber of dude and has, and then she made no, a, she used a, to fuck a 180. Wow. 
Oh, I don't know. She was, oh, yeah, that was she's like when they were both like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, but sixteen and sixteen in Atlanta woman years is like twenty five. That sounded rapey. You just no, gave I mean, somebody permission <laughs> tonight. You just gave somebody permission. No, Duke that on level. <laughs> on level. Yo. No, that's yeah, not twenty five guys. That's not what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> B side, you got your you, you think you got your points out though? Um, I am good. I'm sorry, I'm done. No. Nah. So, so I think that I have a very amazing way of seeing this because I, I have been there. I have a kid. And I had to go through with the I had to go through with the uh, I had I had to go through with um like seeing my daughter's mother move on, get in a new relationship, move in, and deal with those parts of it. That's terrifying. It's terrifying because as a protector, you're limited in how you can protect now. Right. I can't. I may want to run in there and just kick in the door and just be like, I got everything, but I can't. That is not my responsibility anymore. The reality of the situation is that Everyone is entitled to grow and move forward. A lot of times, where we fuck up as men is that we think that we just—it's what's what what was once ours is always ours, mm. and that is not a fair behavior for us to have, especially in terms of relationships, especially especially in terms of relationships when you had children. If if the relationship did not succeed and it's just y'all are out, then y'all are out. Understand that. There's a lot of work that goes into co-parenting. Co-parenting is one of the most difficult things by far that anyone could ever possibly try to do in their lives. It's the hardest thing to do because when y'all love each other, there's the willingness to sacrifice and to meet each other halfway. When y'all can't stand each other but are now forced to be around each other and forced to deal with each other, it is just a fucking mixture of destruction if you allow it to be. At this point in my life, being older, my relationship with my daughter's mother is different. We don't argue no more. I don't argue with nobody if I don't have to. I tell you exactly what what I what I feel, and if you do not like it, I'll tell it to you again in a different way. But it'll with still be the same. <laughs> and, but it'll still but it'll still be the same message. And I've learned that everybody may not receive my message the same way, but they're gonna heat. It's gonna be the same message no matter what. Um, when I see like the situation with my daughter's mother and I, my biggest thing was let me meet this person because it's extremely difficult when you have a daughter and your daughter's living with a, a strange man. And even though that man not be strange, may not be strange to her mother, maybe even not to her because they've met, that's still a man that you don't know. And you don't know anybody's like feelings how they would do anything like that shit is just a whole lot of weight on your shoulders to think. And you, there's always some shit popping up on the news or somebody touching somebody's little girl, somebody touching somebody's little boy. Those things pop up in the back of your head. Right. The reality is, said so I ask my daughter regularly, hey, how's everybody at the house? How's your mom? How's your siblings? How's how's uh, your mom's boyfriend? He's good? You guys have a good relationship? And I trust in the fact that my daughter's telling me the truth. Yeah. I don't even talk to her mother. I've never, the only conversation I've ever had with her mother is that, hey, I don't think that was right that when I asked you if I could meet him, you told me no. Because that's mm-hmm. what she did. She was on some shit. She's like, nah, I don't want y'all to meet. 
I don't want y'all to talk because I know how you get. And the reality was I was not trying to approach it like that. I've never approached nobody's new boyfriend in no type of way for her to even feel that way. She just felt that way. And she felt yeah. like it was her right to say no. And I never pressed on it. But I would have loved the opportunity to just talk with him and just let him understand as a man with a girl, with a daughter, what I expect of him. Can My I just say, I don't think that was right of her. I think. Oh, no, not even, not even a little like, bit. Absolutely. You 1000% have a right to know who your child is. Yeah. Right. Not even a little bit. And, you know, I still, I still to this day, I say she's absolutely wrong for that. Um, But it, the, the opportunity was just to gauge and let him know where I stood. And one, accepting that you're going to be a part of my daughter's life and what I expect of you. The reality is my daughter's going to see you more than she sees me. That's not going to take away what I do for my daughter. She's always going to know who her father is. Uh, but there's something that you have to provide her too. You're going to have to be there in those moments where I can't be there. Are you willing to do that? And I can respect it. It's been, my daughter will be 12 this year's. Uh, it's been at least nine years or so that they've been together. Mm. Yo, you cool with me in my book. She's my daughter's never said anything wrong. Right. But you've also been there. Christmas, Valentine's Day, birthdays. She takes my daughter out. You know, I bring my daughter home uh, to her mom's house. And there are times where he'll he'll meet me at the door. He'll be like, hey, you want me to bring upstairs? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Peace. We don't have a lot of conversation, but it's as men, we have to be able to know when to let go of the reins a little bit and allow someone else to, to do a little bit. But y'all right. So, you know what's really uh, interesting is that I never – because, like, I talked about it on the podcast maybe a couple weeks ago, but uh, my, do- my mom dated a guy that hit me, you know what I mean? And he slapped me in the bathroom because he thought that I locked everybody out of the house on purpose. And, uh, sorry, not an excuse to put your hands on anybody, especially a woman that you're dating or a child. Like that, dumbest, that was, that's the yeah. dumbest reason. To ever it really is. Say I mean, you had anger issues and keep it moving. Bro. But what makes me actually a little bit of sad is just like, my dad doesn't know about that. I think even to this day, but I also don't think it would have mattered to him. Like, I, I don't think he would have done anything regardless because he always lived too far out of reach. You know, he wasn't interested in co-parenting, which I also hate the term co-parenting because I think it's just parenting. Like, no matter what style it comes in, it's not attached to marriage or not. Like, if two people bring a child into this world, you guys are parents. So I hate co-parenting because it just makes it sound like chivalrous in the way like, oh, it's so upstanding. It should always be like, a woman parenting and the guy's doing whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what... Because um, there are some who don't really... To, they, there are some who are like future... Well, I don't really know the in and outs of their, their dynamic, well, but they're co- totally okay with one person, with the other parent being right. like more responsible in a significant I just, way. I just I, like I when like, both parents step up to the plate. You know what I mean? Like, and it, that, it, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, because that, that doesn't always happen. Yeah. And it usually yeah. more often than not falls onto the woman, so, the mom. I think the definition changes where, let's say we're not in a relationship anymore and we, we have that terrible falling out and we're both acting very immature. That's not co-parenting. It's still parenting because I can still treat my child right, but it's not co-parenting. Co-parenting to me is... uh existing together even though we're not together for the betterment of our child 
right. being able to have conversations and talk to each other and being able to even be like, hey, do you want to do this together? Like I've invited my daughter's mother out to dinner with me and my daughter. And she just graduated. Hey, you want to go get lunch with us? That is a thing that not every two parents can do together. So that, I think that's where the co-parenting part comes in, where as opposed to just parenting. Right. To me. Yeah. For single I, I'm, parents. I'm in alignment with that. Well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the pause for me. He was like, right, <laughs> fine. Fine. Man. Uh, yeah. But with, I'm sorry, Rita, you going to keep on? No. With, with oh, the future thing, I just man. think. Are you okay? <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the future thing, I think that we, we've been. <laughs> He about to go beat up his, his stepfather. <laughs> I don't get no stepdaddy. He's like, fuck you, Joseph. <laughs> fuck you, Joseph. I didn't lock the doors on purpose. You did it. He wrote me a letter, you guys. He wrote me an apology letter. Yeah, and he put like frowny face stickers on it. Before there were ever emojis, there were stickers. I mean, that's that's a great that's, that's a brave thing to do. No, I, the uh, fuck it is not. Because if he wanted I mean, to see uh, uh, my mom, he was going to have to rectify his answers. Uh, okay. So he wrote a letter to an eight-year-old. Big fucking word. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like you did. I thought this was like years later. He was like, yo, I did something wrong. My bad. Like, no, no. Knows. He was still, you know, trying to get in play. Okay. Um, as people from... Joseph getting it. Joseph, Joseph getting, getting it. Getting it on strip home. Okay. I'm a man now, Joseph, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> I haven't forgotten... Uh, Clearly. I'm with you, bro. Let's take a bus down there. <laughs> let's go. Let's stay let's with Miss CCG. I'm going to knock on every door in the neighborhood and then lock them. Yeah. Now you're hey, locked man. inside, Joseph, with me. I'll be, I'll be knocking on random white people doors like, hey, sorry to bother you. There's a, there's a nigga named Joseph live here. <laughs> you will probably get a different response tonight. Depending on what part of <laughs> depending on what part of Georgia, I would have to private. When I say nigga, I don't mean yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just uh, male. But I think one thing that we definitely had to look at is what we perceive to be uh, the right thing to do by that. Minding your business in a situation where you're now also responsible for the upbringing of a person is you don't really have too many opportunities. Just mind your business and let somebody else do. You're in my house. You are of my, you eat of my food, of my bounty. I nourish you. Even though I didn't bring you in this world, you are my responsibility. What happens right. to you affects me. Right. It definitely affects your mother. You you are my responsibility. It takes a lot to do that. Uh, I almost stepdaddy at 15, 16 years old. And I got out of that situation because I knew that I was not going to be able to provide that kid with what they needed because I was 16. It was one moment where the kid looked up at me and he was fucking just staring in my eyes while I was feeding him. And I was like, oh, shit, this kid likes me. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. Immediately, I was like, damn, I can't do this. Because I knew, looking back at him, that I wasn't going to be able to provide him with anything that he would have needed to be a successful human being. Because I was fucking 16 years old. I'm being nosy. How old was the mom? Uh, 25. Like oh. oh, okay. I just wanted nah, to... She, just, she's I, like 15. We okay. had... I just, like, I just want to make sure you wasn't... Uh, it was a stupid situation. We... Fell in, we were living in a homeless shelter. And like when you're in situations like that, yeah, I think people just yeah. click up a lot faster. And yeah. she was already pregnant when she had got there. So like we just chilled and eventually started dating. Um, but 
we definitely got to let go of these hardened ideas that oh, only you can do what's right for your family. Sometimes you're the detriment to your family and you don't even know it. And I think that's why a lot of people that are the detriment to their family don't even know that they're the worst thing that's happening to their family. Mm-mm. And thinking that you're the hard ass motherfucker. Oh, I'm a thug. And I think that's what future, oh, future shoot niggas. That's why he's cool. Russell Westbrook pays his bills on time and does his taxes. Them niggas lame. No. No, hey, idiots. Who just called him a cornball? Okay, nope, that's next week. That's next week. Go ahead. Sorry. It's but it is of those things I think that we have to think a lot more on. Just that we understand what having successful relationships are. And that means being successful in your relations with who you're intimate with and with the people that you're not. I'm not. I have nothing with this dude other than the fact that he is there for my kids. So he gets my respect. He deserves my respect because he has been there for my daughter for years on end. She still knows I'm her father. She knows that for sure. She doesn't even come close to calling that dude dad. Oh, I hate that. But he's there. Oh, uh, yeah, she would never. And it's, no. I don't think she would never because um, because it would upset me. Like she, I think that I do a, a good enough job that my daughter understands that she has one father. I think I, I, I hate it when parents force their child to call the new incoming member. No, that's, that's ridiculous. You should uh, never do Mom that. or dad. I think that's purely to make that parent feel better oh, that they've that they've like covered up their tracks and like oh see everything is fine like you still have a mommy absolutely. and a daddy no fuck that that is not your dad don't call him that like no that's that's pathetic yeah yeah oh boy what a pod today guys what a pod what a pod um i'm sure we've reflected on uh an hour and a half worth of brilliant content um Miss CTG, what what have you learned today? Okay. Well, I've learned men cannot take a taste of their own poison when mm. the roles are reversed. Mm. Period. No just statement. Two, I learned that I will never accept a ring from Israel because he will cut my fingers off to get it back. Hmm. Not all your fingers. Just the one. The thing. Just the one. One <laughs> is enough. One is enough. Don't don't change fingers. You don't want him Three. guessing in the middle of the night. Don't drop that <laughs> paper. <man. laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> What's your three? What's your three? Three, I learned that Joseph can get these hands at any time. Sure okay. fucking can. <laughs> Put these fucking paws on them. Listen, Joseph. For putting hands on his stepchild when he had no fucking right. I run eight miles and do 100 push-ups a day. Joseph, Listen, I'm a warrior. Just see, see B-Tot staring in the mirror like, what, what fucking now, Joseph? Do, do it now. <laughs> do it now, you punk bitch. Do it now. Huh? I'll take you out, man. I'll take you out. You know what's crazy? Sweet, I, I mean, think shoot I, for the legs. I saved that letter. I think, like you know, like I think everybody had like a drawer, or like a shoebox of stuff they just collected through the years of childhood. I, I don't know why I kept that letter, but I think it was just so fucked up in the first place. I was like, oh, I have to keep this as proof. Yeah. Is what did you learn? Uh, well, one, I learned that I think through all three of these things, men are kind of trash. Mm. Uh, I, yeah. you know there there's some good guys out there. I think B Todd is definitely a good guy. I have become a good guy uh, now, and you know we we have spots. You know pucks on the ice of of good gentlemen out there. But for the for the most part, this patriarchy is super trash. And you know 
it comes with a lot of self-checking, especially checking your boys, checking your brothers, your people in your family, the people in your circle, checking them to make sure that what you feel are your values are also something that they have as their values. I think that we we cannot, we talked about, we can't live in a world where we just allow people to just do what they do and nobody's checking them. And if you, I don't even know how you can be friends with somebody that has, whose values don't match up with yours. That shit's crazy. Like I've never been cool with nobody beating up on no chicks and mm-hmm. none of the people that I'm cool with are down with it either. So there's that. I learned that. I learned that Miss CTG is out of control. Like I've learned that you're out of control, completely out of control. Thinking you're gonna keep a fucking ring, it's a gift. It ain't no gift. That shit ain't no gift. When we married, it's a gift. When you you fucking, when we ain't married, I need my shit back. Or else you gonna have me fucking breaking into your house three, four times a week. You better fucking move in with a cousin. (laughs) Don't play with me. Yo, but I'm Mm -hmm. out of control. Okay. I, I, it depends because I mean I'm willing to spend some money on a ring, ten thousand dollars. You can't just walk around with ten thousand dollars on on your finger and not give it back to me. Well, to listen, don't spend ten thousand dollars on me if mm-hmm. it's not a gift. Okay? Yeah, don't don't expect your, your air conditioner to still be in your window when you get home because I'm stealing <laughs> random shit for that for that point forward. Random shit gonna be missing. You're getting your reparations one way or the other. Oh, got wait it. till you get ready to go out and your and your good bras going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not the one that yeah. covers the nipples the even in the coldest baby. weather. Bombshell. Mm. Yeah, huh? That shit going. I'm not even Let's gonna take the, the whole. I'm not even gonna up. take the whole bra. I'm just taking the underwire. Fuck this. Oh, <laughs> Stealing underwires out here. Uh, mm. And I also learned that we're gonna have a beautiful conversation on what a cornball is. Mm. Mm. I have no contributions to that conversation. <laughs> Be tizzle. What have I learned? What have I learned? Uh, I learned that uh, I learned that I just have to accept that some people think being engaged is a gift and not a promise, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's okay. God, I just want to come give you a big hug today. No, no <laughs> hugs. No hugs for anybody. Um, I I learned that. I I continue to go back this week after week, but like you cannot love anybody else until you have fully loved yourself. And I mean like in the most pure holistic way of healing, like stop pushing your traumas onto other people, like start dealing with your stuff at home and then get out there in the field. Cause we need more healed people out here to take care of one another. Um, because you know, once you, once you learn right, you do right. You know, or you, However that phrase goes, I don't care if I mess it up. Um, I also learned that I'm probably the number one candidate for who you would want to bring in as a stepdaddy uh, because I have my own intro music. And um, fourth, I learned that, as you guys know, a couple weeks ago uh, was Father's Day. And I'm really happy to say that after 36 years, I have still not received any happy Father's Day cards and that my pullout game is undefeated after 36 years straight. So I really want to commend myself for shooting in the right direction. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm hanging out. If you haven't left it in, you have not lived. (laughs) Says the man with two kids. Let me tell you something. All right. 
A wild ride, the ride of your he life. Said he's, he, he, he said he, he's an expert. He knows. It is a different sensation. I'm done. Done. What are you talking about? You have a. <laughs> I'm talking about amplifier. <laughs> and then you. <laughs> and then you blow in the ear afterwards. I am done. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't touch me. No, don't touch I'm me. I'm done. Give wow. me some water. Done. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it. Please. We're not even playing anymore. If you guys don't send in your stupid questions and your answers, we're not even going to let you listen to the podcast anymore. Let you you're we're, blocked. You're, you're going to find the you. only fans to get the content. We're blocking you. We're blocking you. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe. Leave a review. Share us with your friends. We are on Instagram at Pod. We are the Toxic Podcast for a better tomorrow, and we will tomorrow. see you next week. Mancers. 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 Don't touch that washcloth. Capricorn Sagittarius Cancers. Mancers. I don't know what the Zodiac signs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>